Hello, this is Lisa LaRose here on Connect to Love on PRNFM, and I'm joined by the wonderful Michael J. Russ. And today we have a, a very, very special guest that's also joining us, and she makes the most amazing, beautiful music. And la, we've uh, talked about her music a little bit on a few shows, and um, her name is Frankie Love. And I'm so honored and so grateful that you're able to join us. First, I'd mm. like to welcome... Frankie and Michael to the show. Welcome. Thank you. It's such a blessing to have you both. And, you know, (laughs) as often as my days go, sometimes things unfold. And um, there's a a book that really touched my soul years ago called Soul Prince. And it's all about the path to fulfillment. And one of the things in there, it said, so life for each of us is either an adventure in which we answer the call or nothing. And I just, I Mm. thought about that, and last week, on last week's show, we were talking about a vision and why having a vision is so important, and that when we think about what we want to achieve when we're going to achieve our dreams or be successful, oftentimes, we're not very clear about what that is. And so, Frankie, I'm so excited because a few episodes ago, we were talking about finding your passion, and I spoke a little bit about when you find your path and what inspires you and how you want to share that. And so first, mm-hmm. you know, I'd love to welcome you and just ask you, you, when you were younger, so just to give the, the mm-hmm. audience a little bit of background, how, how was it that you found your path to music and what inspired you to take up piano and follow your passion? Okay. Well, thank you. Thank for, thank you for having me on the show and I love your show. I've I've listened um to you and Michael and and I just want to say you you know, you're inspiring me and um and I love what you both are doing and what got me into music um was that I was I was lucky because my mom um she loved uh interior decorating and making the home look beautiful and she had gotten a grand piano um and Mm. I think originally she just wanted it um in our home because it was aesthetically beautiful it appeared beautiful um but then when my siblings and I all turned around five years old she she um she said, you know what, I think everyone should take piano lessons. Um, and I was really lucky because my piano teacher was a jazz pianist who was, um, he just always had candy to give uh, to me <laughs> at the piano lesson. <laughs> and I mean, when you're five, I mean, that is very motivating. Kids will do a lot of things for sugar. So, um, so that got me, <laughs> so that got me, pra- <laughs> that got me practicing every week because I was dreaming of my Kit Kat bar and my Twix bar and what is, you know, what is Jenny going to bring me next? Um, and so, 
so I played the piano. And when you're doing something every day, even if it's for five minutes a day, you know, if you do that for 10 years, you're going to be good at it. And, and so when I was a teenager, um, my skill level, you know, was, was pretty good. And, um, and, and then I went off to college and I had no idea what I was going to dedicate my life to. Um, and I was very confused. I knew I wanted to do something that would inspire people. I knew I wanted to do something that I was passionate about. And those were the two things. And, and so I, I tried to kind of get into um, a move from New York to Los Angeles. And I went to college in California. And I tried to get into the whole kind of um, show business type of thing. And it was very kind of um, – I kept hitting a wall because um, it, it just wasn't – I was kind of doing the, the acting thing. And, um, and then I started to – when I was in college, I started to, do, to write screenplays. Um, but then I started to heavily get into meditation. And I would walk along the beautiful beaches of Venice Beach and Santa Monica – and um, meditation has always been kind of this open door, this channel to finding and hearing the truth. Um, so, so I would walk every day, and um, and 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 I would focus on receiving um, receiving a vision. And I I remember taking this class with Michael Beckwith at Agape. Um, you know, this was probably about four years ago where he, he, he wrote a book about letting the vision come to you. And, and that's kind of what I was doing instead of, because we live in such a society that's kind of about, like, I want this and I want that and I'm going to, you know, I just want, want, want. And so I love meditation because you kind of can um, – allow yourself to receive a, a, a truthful message that's not from the ego. Um, and so long story short, um, I was kind of asking the universe, what, what is my purpose? What am, I, what am I supposed to do? And I was asking the universe with also the intention of, um, you know, I really want to do something that can help people and inspire people in something I like. And then through these really interesting, synchronistic events um, that were, you know, shown to me, uh, within a year's time, I started, I, I was sitting at a piano and suddenly I wrote my first song within a couple hours, and and then I knew because it was kind of shown to me through these synchronistic events. You're supposed to do music, and it was not uh, coincidental at all. I knew in my soul that okay, I'm being shown. This is what I'm supposed to do. And once I wrote my first song, um, I just knew it. I I knew okay, this is what I'm meant to do in this lifetime. Awesome. That's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Michael, um, I'll, divinely, I'll let divinely, you. 
No, I was, I was simply going to say divinely guided to do something that uh, is that definitely is in being of service to others. Um, I'm a musician myself, Frankie. You know, you know this. I play music. I've been playing drums since I was seven, and uh, oh, being yeah. 64 right now, that's a long time. And uh, I've got a, a brother who's into music. I used to play with him a lot. So I mean, music is is I've I've talked about it on the show here many times about how music is something that grounds me. And uh, what I wanted to ask you is that you've already alluded to the fact that um, meditation helps you receive the message that's free of ego, free of the noise, the, the, the drama, um, the lower frequencies of life helps you kind of elevate your own frequencies. And um, mm-hmm. I, in listening to your music, uh, it, it, I know what it does for me. The question I have to ask you is, how did you I – mean, music is, is – there's many different types of music that are out there, and I, music is something that, that moves me in, in mm-hmm. various ways, takes me in one direction or another. But you have something very special associated with your music, I hear, uh, that is um, frequency-related. And I really, really would love to, you know, to, to expand upon, you know, when, you, when you're producing, writing and producing your music now, what the actual... Um, objective is with regard to the people who are hearing it is there a is there a, a an intent with regard to music that does help elevate people's mood and their frequencies mm-hmm. um well as far as the intention goes it it varies from song to song and um i will talk about a, a the two recent albums that I did um, with the intention with an album that I released called The Sun in 2020 and then an album I released in this year in 2022 called The Moon. The intention was to um, help people, um, help people heal. Um, When, when my mom was in the hospital, um, she was dying of cancer and, um, and, you know, it's, it's these traumatic moments, I think, that happen to us as humans that can transform us. Um, and I, and seeing people in the hospital suffering really helped me to, uh, create an intention with the sun and the moon, um, it, it's there's when you see people who are hurting and and you it's very um, I think that it opens it, it forever changes you and so I feel that music in itself is something that makes people feel good but I think that um, there's so much suffering that's going on in the world that we don't know about, that we do know about. But I think um, in general, I think that everyone is, is fighting a hard battle. And, you know, this life experience that we're having, it's, um, it's not easy. We, we all have to experience death of loved ones um, and we have to experience more challenges. And so when, when I set out to do those two albums, I was imagining, 
you know, people who were really hurting and we were, the, the pandemic had just started and a lot of people were losing loved ones. So I imagined when I was writing songs for the sun and singing on that album, I imagined what can I, what can I create for someone who is, is dying inside? Like what, if, if they're, alone isolated what can make someone who is suffering feel better what can make them feel less alone and and how can i um how can i put that into lyrics into a song um and what can make people feel better that's that was the intention i know it's so like heavy um but you know i think that whatever whatever kind of traumatic events that happened to us um, in our life. For me, um, for me, when my mom passed away from cancer, seeing her sick and, and, and dying, you know, I didn't want to hold that inside. I had to kind of transform that into music. And, and that, was, that was the way I did it. That was That's your awesome. second cool. album, correct? Frankie, that you you wrote uh, and and channeled into into the music, is, is that correct? The the sun is um, the third album that I've written. Um, no, and the but moon the, is the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Odious. So was that not for your mother? Od- that yes, Odious is the second album, and that album was a grieving album, and that was um, that was an album that I wrote um, right after my mom passed away. And I, um, I was very fortunate to be mentored by an amazing man um, named Phil Ramon, who's a, a legendary uh, music producer. And, and he, he was uh, a dear friend of mine and a mentor to me. And after my mom passed away, he said, you need to sit at the piano and, and write now. And so Odious um, is an album I wrote. And the intention with that album was to really heal myself. And I was hoping if these songs can heal me, because I was very broken, hopefully, you know, someone who's feeling broken can feel, um, feel like they're not alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, you know, and I'm, I'm so glad and so grateful to you because there's, there's so many individuals in this world who sometimes feel lost or alone and they don't know what to turn to. And really, when you do find a piece of music uh, that moves you or soothes you, I, I think so many, you, I always say it's sort of like a soundtrack for your life. A song comes on and and it reminds you of a time period, whether it be joyful or sorrowful, or maybe it was just something that uh, relaxes you. Uh, It really can change the physiology of the body. And not to get too much into the science, but um, there's a wonderful book uh, by Dr. Chaudhry, and it's called Sound Medicine. And she was a traditional MD who kind of went back to her roots in Ayurvedic medicine. And one of the, the things that for, you know, I, I really like to kind of anchor sometimes into science because a lot of people don't perhaps understand that the frequencies do affect the human body. 
Even inaudible mm-hmm. frequencies affect the, the human brain. And when we recognize that there is an ability to manipulate what's going on actually even in the DNA expression, and one of the things that she found, and she cited a research um, that was done at the Israel Deaconess Medical Center where they drew blood from different participants, and some they had meditate, and the other they had listen to music. And they found that the music actually changed their DNA expression, which I, wow. I and a, you know, there's, there's a whole chapter on this. I'm not going to go too much into it, but it's just so fascinating. And so when you mm. understand that the frequencies do affect the body, they affect the human consciousness, they can promote healing, uh, there is um, so much evidence. And your music, I believe, is tuned to four. 32 and that frequency is aimed at the heart chakra and listening to it leads to a a level of mental and emotional clarity so um for instance so maybe you could tell a little the audience a little bit about your experience maybe writing and composing uh, and incorporating that frequency that affects the heart Mm -hmm. sure um well you know, going through, I, I started to research um, the frequencies in in 2020 when the pandemic began, and so 440 hertz frequency is what we're listening to right now with most of the music worldwide. Um, it used to be. 432 hertz frequency and then they changed it I believe in the 1920s Um, and there's a lot of different stories about why they switched it to 440 hertz frequency Um, but I I can't quite figure out what's which one's right because there's a lot of conspiracy you know theories and and so forth but what I do know from the research that I've done is is that for 32 hertz frequency is what, like you said, um, it opens up the heart chakra. And when people listen to the music, it actually um, helps people connect more with their intuition, which is so important for us as people because that's like the all-knowing place, your intuition. And what I do know... Um, is that the 440 hertz frequency with the the change of that frequency that what the world is listening to right now, it's said that the 440 hertz frequency um, doesn't help us too much to connect with, mm-hmm. you know, to be in tune with our intuition, which is really that in itself is very interesting to to know to know that information. Um, now. As far as um, the sun, the sun is in 432 hertz. And um, I worked with an engineer where we were, you know, we made sure that all the songs are at 432 hertz. And the interesting part is um, during the pandemic, I was, I don't know how you guys were feeling, but um, it was very challenging to to experience everything that was going on, um, especially at the beginning. And um, 
The Sun is the first album that I've completely written and produced, and I, I never produced an entire album, but sometimes you have to trust what sounds good to you, and you have to trust your feelings, you know? So mm-hmm. um, when I created that album, when we um, made the songs 432 Hertz, I remember that when I listened to the music in 440 Hertz, because some of the songs I wanted to compare it and leave some songs in 440 Hertz and then listen to the songs in 432 Hertz. Because of course, you know, if you're, if you're not experienced with this a lot, which I wasn't at the time, you can be a skeptic and think, well, is this really, does this really do anything? But the 432 Hertz was healing me and it was healing my daughter because she was having a hard time too. And, the music would help her anxiety and mine, and it would help her fall asleep. Um, and she would say to me, um, this music is, it, like, please play your songs for me because these That's songs beautiful. are helping me. Um, and and so, yeah, so that's um, – I, I also want to say – that just a couple weeks ago, I released um, Silent Night for the holidays. And so I released a 432 hertz version, and I released just a 440 hertz. And this morning, I looked up on Spotify to see how the songs are doing. And the 432 hertz song has been put on, I think, over 350 playlists. Um, wow. I have nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. I just released it, and it's people who found it, and right now it's over 350 playlists. Yesterday it was on 220 playlists. Um, and tomorrow, you know, by Christmas, who knows, maybe it will be on a 1,000 playlists. But I also checked the 440 hertz version this morning, and it's on five playlists. And that's Isn't it. Isn't that interesting? Wow. That is mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Wow. One helps. Uh, yeah, it's a, sort of a, um, uh, I could say, a, a, a subliminal kind of thing. It, the way that it impacts you is when it impacts you from a heart level, totally different from the 440, which is likely just from the level of the uh, third dimension, so to speak. Uh, what we mm-hmm. encounter on a daily basis versus uh, versus mm-hmm. getting deeper. I love that. Uh, I, you know, it's interesting uh, what you're saying about how it helped um, your daughter. People can, in my view, uh, connect with music in a way, uh, or music can be designed and created, intuited to. Uh, assist people with all kinds of things. And I I can tell you that uh, just music is something that I myself use, as I said, to ground. If I'm not playing to ground myself, um, if I've had, a, had to deal with uh, the 3D world in a very uh, intense way, uh, shedding all that is easy when I listen to your music. Um, it's not something I play to, obviously, but it's just something that I just sit around and just... just listen to and it can it can just reset me uh, that's really mm-hmm. what it what it does i have a deep connection with you know my heart and the world and, and all of that and it just compounds mm-hmm. that and that's that's what i love about it and i i encourage our listeners out there to to check out uh, i'm gonna put a shameless plug in for you right now 
Um, where would the where would where would be the best place for people to connect with your music? Kind of give them an idea of the services where they can connect with your albums. Sure. Uh, yeah. Um, the moon and the sun. Sure. If you if you go to Spotify, you can hear the music. Um, you can hear it on Bandcamp. You can hear it on Apple and Amazon and YouTube, Pandora. So all of those places, if you Google Frankie Love, you will see all the um, places that you can hear the music. Yeah, that's Before Frankie I, with, I, an yeah. with an I. With an I, I was going to say. Yeah. It's Frankie <laughs> no with an I. Frankie with an I. No E. You know, I'd love to ask you, because um, Michael and I delve into this conversation a lot, and I'd love to have some mm-hmm. insight on your path and what it was. So you started your own label, and that label is Love is the Truth Music, which is mm-hmm. fantastic. I love your logo. Um, but I, you know, for somebody who is thinking about doing, embarking on a new adventure, for, so it's easy to take the path less traveled, which would be to hire a producer. To say that I'm going to start my own label and I'm going to do this myself and I don't know what it's going to look like, what, what is that process for you? And, and just share a little bit about trust and you, you know, following your passion and really what led you to, to do those things and, and just maybe some words of encouragement for somebody who's looking to try something new. Okay. Well, when the pandemic started, um, I had just funded through Kickstarter the sun and um, I was feeling so excited. But when the pandemic started, we were told not to, you know, be with people or go, um, you know, and that meant not to go to music studios. So in the past, I was so used to going into uh, a professional music studio, uh, working with amazing Grammy award-winning producers, and and that's kind of the path that I would take. Um, but when the pandemic happened, I, I had no choice but to do everything independently. And so um, I always feel that whenever we're experiencing as people things that we think are you know, where we feel stuck or we feel challenged or we just feel as though we have a a misfortune that has landed in our lap. I always think that there's something good that can come out of it. Um, Mm -hmm. And something definitely good came out of my challenge of not being able to work with a producer and having to do it on my own. So, um I just took my microphone and set up, you know, a mini recording studio. And I was really confused at first on how I was going to do this because I was so used to having, you know, all the bells and whistles and the, you know, um, musicians who would come in who have toured with um, one of my friends has toured with Sade and then another friend has toured with, um, I think Rihanna. So I was used to these like major musicians coming into the studio and playing with me. Um, and here I was in my bathroom, you know, like trying to, you know, turning on the TV for my do- 
daughter in, in the downstairs room and saying, shh, be quiet. And I go into the bathroom or put her to sleep and go into the bathroom or my clothes closet and I started singing in the mic and I, and then I'd hear it back and go, this sounds the same as when I'm in a music <laughs> studio paying, yeah. exactly. you know, $100 an hour. This sounds, this, mm-hmm. <laughs> this sounds, I would put a little reverb. And then I would go back and switch up things musically, and I would think, wow, this is so much better. I'm in my pajamas, and <laughs> I am, <laughs> and it's 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'm in my clothes closet, and I'm producing my own music. Um, and so I started with one song, and then ever since then, I, I, it's just been amazing, like um, 10 times better than what I was doing before. So what I would say, I know your question was, what would I say, I think you said, to people to maybe mm-hmm. encourage people to, you know, um, maybe do things independently. We are so, and I think about this every week, we are so lucky and fortunate to have our, to have, access to the entire world um to be living in this time right now where on your phone i can just upload a song on spotify and and reach the world because you couldn't do that back in the the 60s the 70s the 80s mm-hmm. the 90s no so no you couldn't we, you couldn't and so we i have i have people who follow my music all over the world and and um, and it's such a cool feeling to know that this is because of because we can do this now. And I think that it's important to be grateful for that. And I'm so grateful mm-hmm. for that. Um, and so whatever people are doing, whether you're a painter or a writer, if you're writing a book, or if you're, you know, you guys have a radio show. Um, Whatever you're doing, if you're if you're making um, whatever it is, if you're, it could even be you know you're teaching um, tennis, doing tennis tutorials for people. You could do anything you want and and do it and make a living and a good living. So yeah, so yeah. I yeah, so I think that we um, we don't need. Before I started my own label and I started to produce myself, I felt very kind of um, almost, I don't know what the word is, but um, I didn't feel empowered like I do now. I felt as though I always Mm -hmm. needed so much help um, Mm -hmm. to get one song out in the world. But now... Now I just do it in my home studio. I, I don't do it in a closet, really. Well, I still do. I put the mic in the closet <laughs> just to, to – and, and I start singing. And I still do it after my daughter goes to sleep. And I do – you know, I could do a song and sing it in one or two hours. So uh, – and Do you give and, a new uh, meaning to going into the closet instead of coming out of the closet? <laughs> Go into that's the very closet. true. Yeah, I mean, you know, though, to be, yeah, actually, a a lot of the older mediums back, way back in early Theosophists, they would find a small cupboard, and they would 
meditate in that small cupboard and allow they would do it same time you know every day or whatever it was and allow the energies to flow through and so I think it's that enclosed space sometimes is helpful for creativity and uh, you know I, I just wanted to comment about that I think it's really fantastic that that is well, where the, the the magic occurs the um when you're recording vocals the best thing to do is to have like a professional vocal booth but because i don't have one the clot many people who have home studios they use, use their closets because it mm-hmm. when you sing it just makes the sound better with your vocals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's true this in all in all fairness i i simply have to tell you to piggyback on what you said i had uh the first two audiobooks i did in 1990 uh, 1998, 1999, I did in, uh, I produced in a studio. I went into, I wrote it, went into a studio, I had an engineer working with me. And uh, then I, yeah, at uh, 30 and $70 an hour uh, back in those days. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sitting here go, and I, was, I would do everything possible to walk in the door and just to be very efficient so I wouldn't waste a lot of time and spend a lot of uh, mm-hmm. unnecessary money. But then I discovered the clothes closet, the walk-in clothes closet as well. And I did three audiobooks <laughs> in my own clothes closet on Sony SoundForge. Uh, and uh, then what I did was I went into a studio and, I, and I, I, I had the tracks recorded individually. And then I went into the studio and only spent, I think, uh, two hours, three hours tops uh, just putting the tracks together into one cohesive audiobook with music at the beginning and end of every track that I'd have some of my uh, I tapped a couple of uh, professional uh, smooth jazz musicians and uh, had them send me something when they were in a studio just to do a couple bits and and uh, and they sent them to me and I've used those um, I've used my brother I've used a couple other people to to record titles and things uh, my brother's a vocal uh, a, a, an actor and a voiceover artist so it made it it made it easy I just send it to him and say when at your home studio in your closet please do this for me you know and he, he sends <laughs> me the files he sends he says I don't know what this is about but here I'll read these I'll read these things three different ways each of these and I'll give it to you and I used them I just literally just you know you can we had a show we did um, a couple of weeks ago called making the impossible possible and mm-hmm. if your example is not uh, if, if your situation is not an example of that I don't know what it is it's 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 a premier example you you step into the unknown. Uh, you, you, we've always done something traditionally, and we know if, how that works and how it goes, and we know how much it costs. And to some people, that could be daunting. Then you have to figure out how to jimmy jack this this next album, right? I call it jimmy jacking, not my term. Uh, however, it, it is highly appropriate when you say, okay, uh, we're going to MacGyver this album. That would be something probably that people would understand. You know, you're going to MacGyver this album. You're going to go in your closet and, and listen, clothes. <laughs> I mean, you go into a sound studio and there's foam everywhere, right? There's no sound bouncing off of anything in a, in a vocal studio. And that's really what you have when you're in your own clothes closet, your own walk-in closet. I set that thing up with the mic and just started in a laptop and started talking. And it, it's amazing what you can do uh, on a shoestring and how great well, it actually yeah. sounds. I, I also – that and I love, I love what you're saying because I also – I wanted to add um, for – 
the people who are listening, I think what's, to me, what's the most valuable thing when you're doing an audiobook or if you're singing into a mic, that there, that you are present with your soul and your heart. And so exactly. when I was in, when I was in these big, um, professional music studios with Grammy award winning producers, sometimes there would be an energy there where, you know, some, when I was working on one song, I remember some of the guys hated each other in the studio and they would tell me like, Oh, oh I my. hate that guy. And another person would say, oh, I don't like him. And it's hard because then um, if, if you're a sensitive person, which when, you know, I try to keep my heart open and, um, you know, and be sensitive, especially when I'm singing, that affects you. And I remember being in the studio mm-hmm. and when I was singing a song, I wasn't able to focus on the song because I was thinking, I was thinking about these guys who hated each other, like the engineer, hates mm. the producer. And when <laughs> I and it, and it, and that's really hard because you, sure. you're, um, you know, yeah. So when you're home and it's nighttime and yeah. it's one o'clock in the morning and you're, it's mm-hmm. just you and a mic, there's m- money can't pay for that when you can sing and it feels sacred. So I yeah. think for mm-hmm. anyone who's listening, whatever you are doing, I think that it's better to do things on your own without a whole team of people with their own kind of uh, maybe ideas or agendas or telling you it should be this way or you should. And, and, and that's, that's the most beautiful part about doing things independently is it's mm-hmm. your, I, your own. Yes. I think uh, that's uh, awesome. I, what, if I could add to that, not only is it amazing for your heart, and, and let's just apply this to just about anything, if not making music, let's say you're, you're in an office uh, environment where there's an open bullpen, uh, where there's no walls, and then people are around. You have a lot of different energies. It's very challenging to, uh, to be creative mm-hmm. and to listen to your own intuition yeah. when you have all these, these, these opposing 3D energies bouncing all over the place. And if you're <laughs> empathic in any way, if you're empathic mm-hmm. like I am and like you are and I'm sure like Lisa is, you know, we can sense our surroundings. And yeah. putting yourself in a place that allows you to uh, be, be quiet with yourself, with your own soul, with, yeah. your, with your own heart, uh, you can channel things, uh, writings and ideas and uh, creative solutions that you otherwise – wouldn't be able to when you're stuck in the middle of a, of a, of what I call a 3d environment, a low frequency 3d environment where there's lots of opposing energies bouncing all over the place. And uh, I feel you there with, uh, with regard to that. That's, you know, it is, where's your focus? Your focus is on what you're doing. And, um, and that's what makes things, makes things more possible. It's, it's interesting how if we could, if we could say that, most people really that I run into never really take the time to just sit quietly by themselves. Never. <laughs> it's like there's always a TV on. There's always something playing on the radio. <laughs> there's always, you know, they're always with somebody else. And they, and they look at them and say, I don't like to be alone. What do, you, what do you mean you don't like to be alone? They don't like to be alone. 
You know, and it's like <laughs> you, you've got a problem in your life, and the last thing you want to do is you want to sit and be alone and think about it and, and see what your heart is telling you, you know, intuit what your heart is telling you. What is, what is the divine telling you at this particular point? Are you asking mm-hmm. for any kind of assistance from, uh, from uh, the universe, uh, from spirit, from anything? And, and they're just they're – just, they're, it's this perpetual um, – this this uh, this wheel of of a circle of of problem they never are able to, to to extricate themselves from because they're never never able to sit quietly and just kind of be at peace with themselves mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of my creativity comes from. We do these shows completely and totally unscripted, which is amazing in its own right. Uh, however, Lisa and I uh, and you today we're so in sync with things. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't like to use a script because I'm thinking about what she's saying. She's thinking about what I'm saying. Things are popping into our head, and mm-hmm. we're able to put it together in a way that it is, it is, it is orchestrated from the heart. The whole thing is orchestrated, mm-hmm. the whole show, orchestrated from the heart, very much like you create uh, your, your music. You know, our souls are present. Uh, we're, our, our, our minds are present. Our bodies, our spirits, we're all here creating this really cool thing. I haven't heard, I've heard your son, uh, this, excuse me, the moon is, was your last one. Am I correct? That was the one you had, the most recent one? Yes. I believe mm-hmm. I got that yeah. one. Uh, really spectacular. And I'm going to get, um, encourage our listeners to get, get uh, tuned into what it is that you have to offer. It is absolutely spectacular. Spectacular. Thank you can you. just sit. Yeah, I mean, it, it, let's just put it this way. For any of our, our, our listeners out there who are experiencing anxiety, uh, frustration, worry, they're, they're, you're, you're basically experiencing all of those 3D, uh, those, those 3D emotions, uh, the lower emotions of maybe some anger, some frustration, you know, thinking about some revenge, uh, jealousy in any way, all those things that really, you know, th- those are things that take you down. Sure. They take it down. Mm-hmm. They waste a lot of energy mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of creative energy, and they just block all your intuition and your ability to, to move forward in life. Your songs, Frankie, can help them move out of that space, exit that world, if only for a short period of time, long enough to be able to calm down, connect with their heart and soul, and be able to intuit a way through what they're dealing with. You know, a lot of it mm-hmm. can dissipate because a lot of it is self-perpetuating. You know, it's, uh, anxiety becomes even more anxiety because you start extrapolating out all, these neg- all this negativity. You know, what ifs? And, and uh, if this happens, maybe that'll happen. And it could go to this. It could be even worse if it, that happens. And when you're in that space, mm-hmm. it feeds upon itself. So you have to, to disconnect from that loop. That's what your music, mm-hmm. in my view, uh, I know it, 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 it helps it's helped other people that I know. I, I've literally sent your links to everybody, so, um, and I get a lot of positive Thank feedback. So However, that, I just wanted to let you know that that's how I use it, and that's how perhaps our, um, our listeners can begin to exit that loop by tapping into the frequencies of your music. Yeah. Well, and I'll just say, I listen to the sun when I'm driving. I like it to listen to it when I'm in my house with my, my dogs. I take it with mm-hmm. me to the salt cave when I go and sit. I ask them if I can please put my own music on because I feel 
the healing aspects of that album. But I will say, and, the, and it's so interesting because the moon um, is more acoustic. It, it's it's a different experience. So I, if for me, and this is what I, I truly believe that your body vibrations dictate what goes on the, in your health, both physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes there are things that shell shock you. You know, <laughs> last night this gentleman decided to. But like, I don't know, he just was in a road rage and he just, he was hell bent on trying to run us off the road. And I thought, okay, what's this all about? And I, <laughs> instead of engaging, I just, you know, let it go. And, you know, he pulled up, whatever, was, I, I, it was just an interesting experience. But I wasn't going to and entertain it. So for me, you know, the moon is something that can take you from, you know, going 120 down to to maybe 10 miles an hour. It just relaxes your whole nervous system. And so it helps you, you know, unleash any energies that you no longer wish to carry and, and align that. And it can actually change the course of your day. And I have used it so many times that way, Frankie. I'm so grateful because sometimes, and I'm sure everybody has experienced a day where you get up on the wrong side of the bed and everything seems to not go and align the way you want it to be and you Mm -hmm. you just have to sometimes put the brakes on it and that album 100 percent puts the brakes on that it just changes it almost instantaneously it takes me to a space and i'm like okay we don't need to play in that dimension anymore i can actually be in a different space so i'd love to hear uh, a little bit, do you, uh, what is some of the other feedback you get from your listener? Uh, have there been uh, some remarkable differences between the two albums for you in the response? Yeah, well, thank you both so much for all your very positive words. It really means a lot. And, um, you know, the response that I've been getting on both albums has really blown me away like I, it, it makes me when I read messages um, sometimes I get um, you know on Twitter people say things or on Facebook or sometimes um, direct messages but it's helping people to sleep better um, and to reduce their anxiety I've had a lot of people tell me that they've tried everything to help them and nothing helps them to go to sleep except the moon and the sun and mm. that and so oh, yeah. that has that has been something that has been very um ha- that I that has been repetitive this the same messages this this is healing me this helps me um this is just what I needed to you know help me get through this hard time um but I I want to say that as far as the moon and the sun goes, I, I try to, the world that we live in and and what's going on in our world right now on the moon and the sun, I really, I really try to keep in mind every day that this world, the physical world, um, there's something else other than this. And it's, it's the, you know, there's another realm that is, that exists. And I try to tap into that right when I wake up in the morning to know, okay, um, there's something else besides this physical earth. 
And when I was creating The Moon and the Sun, I really was hoping that when people listen to it, that it reminds them that, yes, you, you are a physical being, but you are also an eternal being inside. And don't forget that. Because I think a lot of people, we get stuck into our physical worries and our ego and fear. And when we remember that there's something else, um, and we are brought to that place through music, um, it makes us, it brings us comfort that, okay, you know, this is, everything's going to be okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I, I agree with that 110%. Um, by the way, uh, uh, when, when you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, uh, I call that being, and go through the day sort of with everything being a little bit off kilter, I call that being 1% off. <laughs> <laughs> one degree, I should say, one percent off, one degree off, where you're. But you can, you can, you can come back from that. And uh, mm-hmm. as a as a form of alchemy, music is one of those elements of alchemy that, uh, in my view, everybody should should have at their disposal to be able to shift their mood, to shift their uh, attitude, to elevate their frequencies. And in my view, this is. I've said it before. I'll say it again. This is your your music, Sun and the Moon, are are an excellent example of what people can um, can apply, uh, what they can tap into to uh, perform the alchemy necessary in their own in their own heart and mind. And uh, oh. that's that's its, that's its, in, in its most amazing contribution uh, to me and my life. And I encourage other people, of course, to to tap into music, have it at your disposal. Um, to be able to shift you. If you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, in my view, the first thing you need to do on the way to work, if that's where you go, is to listen to your music. You know, listen mm-hmm. to the moon. Listen to the sun. Put yourself in a position, you know, recognize. Be alert enough to recognize that you're off a bit, that, you're, that something else is, is uh, weighing on you. And uh, when you put yourself in a position to, uh, to tap into to recognize that and then tap into something that can help you shift, you, then you don't go through an entire day with, uh, with this hanging over you, uh, with, with being off by a degree. And mm-hmm. that, that to me is the most challenging thing for people is to actually just recognize when they need to utilize the tools that other wonderful people like yourself have given them the ability to, to use to, to do this. And uh, that's, to me, that's, Again, worth its, worth its weight in gold. I love it. I'm about to take a two-week cruise. Uh, you're going to go along, Frankie. I, I know you're, you're going to go along <laughs> in my bag, in my, in, in my phone. Well, I, think, I think that um, a lot of people wake up, let's say, on the wrong side of the bed because they're not living their truth, maybe. And so mm-hmm. I think music and meditation can help people find their truth. And at the core you know, I believe we're divine love inside. We're all love. And when we're not feeling love for our jobs or for the people that we're surrounded by, it's very, um, we're, we're going to feel, we're not going to feel good. And so I think music can be used as a tool to help you get into a space where you can find what makes you happy find what you love, find, have the courage to, you know, um, have the courage to leave behind your past if it, if, if, you know, and have the courage to follow your heart and, 
and give yourself, you know, what what you deserve in this lifetime. And so, you know, I think it's all about love and it's all about um, just living your truth and your purpose here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oneness and connection. Absolutely, um, mm-hmm. oneness and connection. Um, yeah, it's it's there's, there are, there's there's a couple of generations uh, of that. Um, in in my view, could really tap into it. There's this there's this narrative that is drummed into people, uh, and it it, um, it it's being drummed into people so that compliance can be maintained in this world. Mm-hmm. In my view, that's yeah. that's what we have. We have. We have, you know, you need to do this from year, year one to year 18, and then at 18, you do this to mm-hmm. 20, you know, 22, and then from 22, you do this to page 60. And uh, where do people have the, uh, you know, where do you find the space to find your truth? If you're, if you're always running, um, it is a challenge right. to actually, and you refuse, of course, to, uh, uh, to, to sit down and, and discover who you are because that's, you don't even get the opportunity to do that. It, to, to discover what your gifts and talents are. We've had that conversation on, on this show that there's, there is none. And, uh, and the way that you uh, started playing music, uh, as you described in the beginning of the show, uh, is, is truly amazing. And I wish that other people would have the opportunity to connect with people that would allow them to, uh, to, to connect in that way. And if candy's necessary, let's, let's, let's get a lot of candy. <laughs> The deal. Yeah, let's get some, exactly. Yeah, let's sweeten the deal. Yeah, I love that line. Yeah, there you go. Let's sweeten the deal. Sweeten the deal. You know, yeah. I mean that that's that's what's necessary. You 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 can't if if you're so busy trying to you know learn math and yeah we learn have to learn English we have to learn how to speak we have to have some time to be able to discover what brings us a, a sense of satisfaction in this life, whatever it is mm-hmm. that the, and there may be many mm-hmm. things, there's several things, but Tapping into those things is, uh, is, is something that should be on the docket from a very young age. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I know my mother gave me the opportunity uh, at seven years of age when I was uh, beating on furniture rhythmically. Uh, she just got tired of it and decided, I'm taking you to the, I'm taking you to the, uh, in, to the officers club drummer uh, and let him deal with you. Let him teach you how to play something. It seems like you're... You, you, you stop beating, beat on something else. You know, so, and and that, that's exactly what happened. And I went and I discovered that I had a love of, of, of playing rhythm and, and an, an intuitive uh, gift to, to play music. And mm-hmm. that to me, I, I, I just saw her last week and I, I, on the way out, I hugged her and I said, Thank you so much. You're the best mom. Every, I am who I am because of you, and I don't want you to ever forget that. Uh, she's 94 year old, years old right now and, and wonderful and lively and That's vibrant. That's a blessing. Yeah, oh, yeah I, I, I see it as, as, as such, and I treasure you know, every moment. And I did with my dad until mm-hmm. his passing. said the same thing. I wrote my dad a letter, actually. If he was going into dementia, and I wrote him a letter that uh, in, in the first couple of years of it, uh, where when he was still you know, very coherent and not so deep into uh, forgetting uh, the, the last moment. Uh, and I, I feel for people who have to, who, who are caregivers. Uh, and I stress again, if you are a caregiver, if in any capacity, play this music. <laughs> oh yeah, my God. Exactly. Wouldn't, that be, wouldn't that be absolutely amazing that, that you could actually yeah. sense how, the, the, where it could take you um, mm-hmm. instead of focusing on the drama and on the 
the, the, the 3D aspect of what you have to do, why not play this music? There are so many applications that I can they're just They're just going, coming out of my brain at this particular point. Uh, I, you know, Michael, as, as you far and I are so in tune. <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. I think, you know, if you have an opportunity to, Frankie's website is frankielovemusic.com, and you have a links yeah. to the, your other social media and things like that. So it's Frankie with an I, lovemusic.com. But I, I believe that incorporating into a self-care routine could absolutely improve your daily life in so many ways, whether yeah. it's first to spiritual development meditation, maybe you have an emotional catharsis you want to release, uh, promoting better sleep, just actually, mm-hmm. I, I, feel, I feel very free when I listen to your music, Frankie, and I think when I have Aww, that sense of freedom, uh, it just, it, it, there's nothing, it, I, it's a, I just say it over again, it's just such a gift in my life, and you, uh, you are a gift to so many people, and we feel so blessed and honored to have you on the show. Um, and I don't know if you want. We're, it, it, when we get on here, it time seems to fly, and, and I'd love to have you sure. come back. And because I'd love to hear more about you finding your voice. There's so many questions I have, <laughs> and we have yeah. just an hour to work with. Can't but fill an hour. Would be, yeah, it would be <laughs> awesome. But if you want to leave, here's an idea. Leave. Yeah, go ahead. Here's an idea. We'll have you back about about sometime in January so that people can start out a whole new routine, start out the year with something very positive. How about that? Like the second or third week, if we can put it together, uh, where we can do a show about maybe setting uh, realistic expectations, about finding who you are, about, you know, delving in yourself and using your music as a platform for helping that happen. Mm -hmm. That That sounds fun. Yeah, and and I think um, I think the new year is a good time to do it, and I feel as though 2023 is going to be a, a positive year, a very transformative year for everyone. Absolutely, mm-hmm. for a lot of people. I do too. Absolutely. But thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you, yeah, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. And thank you. If you want to leave this our audience with time. anything, uh, oh, thank you so much. Any last thoughts, Frankie? You'd like to leave our audience with? Um. I just, I guess I'd just like to say that um, what's helped me over this past year in 2022 um, is something very simple that I'd like to share, which is uh, gratitude. And um, whenever I'm feeling uh, like a shift in my frequency, if I'm, I'm feeling down about anything, I just go back to gratitude. What, what am I grateful for? And it's become something that I do um, throughout the day, just stay in gratitude for everything. Beautiful. Thank Thank you. you. Beautiful. Beautiful. And uh, thank you to all of you for joining us here on Connect to Love on PRNFM. And thank you, Frankie, and thank you, Michael. It's just an amazing, this time and space has been such an amazing gift. And appreciate all of our listeners uh, for joining in. Michael, do you want to leave anything, closing thoughts? Happy holidays. It's a holiday <laughs> show. Happy holidays. Absolutely. Make the season make the season bright and use Frankie Love's music to do it. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Silent night. Want to hear it. Thank you. Take care. <laughs> thank you.